Blog Talk Radio. Radio station on the land, you heard me? Oh, well, what that is? Hilltop, Hilltop. Hilltop Radio. Hilltop Radio. Hilltop Radio. This is the Hilltop Radio Show, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in, everybody for 
everybody that has tuned in and everybody that's getting ready to tune in. And also, shouts out to our new followers and listeners from the great country of Denmark. They're tuning in with us right now, as everybody else worldwide that loves the Hilltop Radio Show. Each and every time that we're on tonight, we got we got two of the baddest brothers in the game. They're going to be joining us here shortly, Mr. Vic Allen and Mr. J.L. Thompson. Yeah, we always bring you guys the best of the best doubleheaders, and the industry comes here as well. But also, I want you guys, if you can, um, everybody, um, put their prayers, warriors, get your prayer warriors. I lost a good friend of mine just yesterday. I just had talked to this young lady on Sunday, and she passed away yesterday. Um, so keep the Gibsons, um, Shanta Gibson. She lost, you know, her four, her four kids, her husband, and also you guys. Um, she is the sister, the big sister to the actor and um, artist uh, Tyrese Gibson. So make sure you keep those, um, you know, the Gibsons in you guys' prayers, man. Um, Gato, it's hard, man, when you know people that are close to you and they're gone. You talk to them one day and they're gone the next day. It's hard, but, you know, just keep them, keep the family in y'all's prayers. Appreciate that. Like I said tonight, this is the Hilltop Radio Show, and we got uh, Mr. Mr. Vic Allen, one of the baddest brothers in the business, and uh, he's going to be on with us, and another young brother, Mr. J.L. Thompson. Let's get uh, waiting on the diva to get on here. What's up, Money Mike? Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for being part. Of, thank you for being on with us tonight, man. How you doing? Doing good, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm doing good. Doing in and All locked right. in. All right, man. Appreciate you. Feel top all-stars right there. And um, I see we have Mr. Vic Allen on here as well. Let's get him on over here. Mr. Vic Allen, yes, welcome to the show, man. Uh, pleasure and uh, appreciate it. Good opportunity to have you here with us, brother. Appreciate you having me, man. Glad to be here. Yeah, man, you one of the baddest brothers in the business, man. Hey, I appreciate that. That's 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 a, quite a compliment. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, I I watch a lot of dudes, man, but you one of the brothers that just. You know, come out of nowhere and get the women started, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, just 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 be trying to represent, you know, just, just, just uh, uh, <laughs> represent for the fellas. <laughs> right, you know how to say, you know how to say, a brother can start a car, start a female's car without the cables. That's you, that brother, right there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey that's, I appreciate that, man, for real. No problem, man. And yeah. uh, I know Diva sent me your number. If JL, if you got, I got a whole, my whole board is lit up. JL, if you're on, um, hit one on your keypad, and I'll get you over into the queue, and I can see that you're on. But anyway, um, uh, Vic, I'm going to go ahead and start this while you're on here with us, man. Diva, okay, JL's on here as well, too. There we go. What's up, Mr. JL Thompson? How you doing tonight, my brother? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Glad to be here, man. All right. Man, we got one brother with a smooth voice. Then we got another brother come out here with a 
Barry White deep voice. Boy, I tell you ladies, this is for some shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> what, what, Big, what? How you doing? I'm sorry. How you doing, man? No, no, go ahead. Good, Jim. I'm sorry. I'm just doing excited good, man. to be good. on here, man. That's all good. I'm doing good, man. Yeah. Glad, to, uh, glad to hear you. See, JL feel the same way I feel, Mr. Allen. You know, smooth brother like yourself, man. Hey, I've been I've been waiting for this for this for you to be on Hilltop for a long, long time. <laughs> hey, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, man. Well, man, let's let's get this thing started, man. Uh, Diva Diva uh, said she'd be on here momentarily. She's just getting off work, trying to get home. So, Mr. Allen, again, yeah. thank you for taking time out of your out of your schedule, man, to join us on the show, man. Your your background goes all the way back to you know, uh, you know, a young a young um up in, you know young in the church, correct? You started in the church. That's right. That's right. I started, man. I started playing the piano for the Sunshine Band or the the Children's Choir back when I was I don't know, man, pretty. 12 years old, maybe, uh, 10, 12 years old, and <clears throat> singing in the choir and, uh, uh, you know, got with a local gospel group when I was about you know, 15, 16, and, 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 you know, the love for music was, was there at an early age because my grandparents were real big on music. My grandfather played guitar and piano. And my grandmother sang. They both sang, but my grandmother would sing, and he would play piano and guitar. And they would sing at church, man. And uh, we used to call them the gospel version of Captain and Tennille. I, you know, a lot of people probably don't remember them, but I, I'm. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I remember them. <laughs> <laughs> they used to have a yeah. sitcom. They used to have a sitcom that used oh, to yeah. come on TV back in the day. Right. Yeah, I, I remember right. that, Captain and Tennille. I'm dating myself. Putting it out there, but yeah, you know, we used to call him the gospel version of Captain and Tennille, and, and and you know the, the music was just we were surrounded by music all the time. And uh, my grandfather actually started me uh, playing the piano, started teaching me a little bit, and, and that's where it all started from. Man. So, so let me ask you this: um, Vic was you know coming up, you know coming up in the area you did, and learning an instrument was it hard? Where you were like, you know, not allowed to go outside, but play the instrument first and then go outside. Did you have that type of growing up? Was that, you know, part of your growing up? No, nah, man. It was actually it was it was from within. You know, I had this this desire to really learn this instrument and and be good at playing it. I put those type of restrictions on myself. You know, I, I kids, my friends would want to go outside and play, and I'd be like, nah, man, I got to practice. <laughs> wow. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't my, 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 my parents or my grandparents. It was, it was me. I wanted to practice. I wanted to get good on that piano because I had, you know, childhood dreams of, of, of growing up being a musician slash singer, and I wanted to be good at it. So, you know, I, 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 I made myself practice. It was a daily thing. I would come home and, and, and some days would be the first thing I do, get on the piano and practice. Some days I do my homework first. But it was me. I wanted to be good at it. Wow, that's 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 different when you're more motivated to do, you know, to play an instrument, you know, than your parents 
are motivated for you to do it. Well, you know, when they tell you, but you had the, you had the heart, blood, sweat, and tears to say, I'm going to do this myself. I'll catch you guys later. That's understandable. Right, right. That mean that means you were dedicated to what you had you had started and you wanted to finish. And a lot of That's right. a lot of us youngins don't a lot of us young people don't understand that term dedication to you know to a craft or something like that. So I applaud you That's for right. that, brother. So 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 when it playing the piano and the diva is on with us, I'm um jumping over there to her after I. Uh, say this last question I want to ask you, Mr. Allen. You know, you know, prior to you know getting into the piano, you know, church and stuff. How did you know that you could sing the way you know? Because you 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 a singing brother, man. You you got a voice on you, man. How did you know you had the voice with the with the piano talents? Here's it, it, a funny story. <clears throat> so my mom had, and I'm dating myself again. My mom had one of those four model stereos, right? <laughs> and, and it played, it played eight track tapes. <laughs> oh yeah, and, I remember them things. <laughs> yeah, so so you could also it had a, an input where you could plug a microphone into it, right? Oh so wow! Mom used, to, mom used to play these these gospel play gospel music all the time, and and uh, <clears throat> we plug the microphone in it and, and sing along. And one day we were singing along, and, and I was singing on the microphone and. Our next door neighbor, she was my godmother. Uh, she came over and she she knocked on the door, and she asked my mom. She said, "Who is that lady in here singing so pretty?" <laughs> and, and my mom said, "My mom was like, ain't no lady over here singing that. That's sick." And and my godmother was like, "What? That's sick singing like that? Oh my goodness, he can sing!" And that's when I was like, oh, "Okay, I guess I can sing." <laughs> oh wow! I just realized. That's when I first realized that I might have something. <laughs> might have something. All right, you guys, again, this is the Hilltop Radio Show, along with Diva's Den. Diva is here with us. I'm going to play her her quick intro real quick, and then I'm going to let her take the microphone. But we also have a presence. We got a doubleheader tonight. Mr. Vic Allen and Mr. J.L. Thompson is also on with us, along with Money Mike, part of the Hilltop Radio Show. Also ours. And everybody listening to this program worldwide, we'll be right back. Give us at least uh, 36 seconds. We'll it's right your back. girl, the diva from the Diva's Den. They call me the new round-the-way girl. I don't ride around the neighborhood, but I promise I'll make you want to ride around the neighborhood with all this good music that's played inside the Diva's Den. I ain't scared of nothing. I'm independent. I make my own money. And I bring the heat when it comes to Southern Soul Blues music. I play music from some of your favorite Southern Soul Blues artists. Old school, new school. I cover it all. So text a friend, tweet a friend, Facebook a friend, and IG a friend. And tell them your girl, the diva, sets it off 5 p.m. on Hilltop Radio. All right, welcome to the show, Diva, the Diva's Den. Go ahead, Diva. Hey, Diva. Well, hello, guys. How are you? Hold on just a second. Let me mute this for one second. On my car door. I am just walking to the car. Now, listen, Dick, again, thank you, thank you, thank you for this. I've been tuning in, listening, found out a few things that I didn't know about Dick Allen. But listen, (laughs) Dick, once, once you learn that you could sing, did you go crazy singing, or did you just work on what you already thought or didn't know that you had? 
No, I didn't go crazy. Um, it, it was, uh, you know, it was still singing with the with the little choir, the little sunshine band at church, and until I got with my first first little gospel group when I was fifteen or sixteen, and and you know, even then, I still wasn't the main singer in the group, so I didn't go crazy. I, I did. I wasn't the main singer uh, in that first gospel group, and, and and I did a little singing, but I I was certainly not the main singer. I didn't go crazy, not yet. <laughs> oh, you said not yet. That le- that leads to my next question. When did you say, okay, I am ready to take the reins and I'm ready to show them what I can do? Well, that came during my Ken spiritual days. I, I was blessed to uh, become a member of the Canton Spiritual, world-renowned, Grammy-nominated, uh, twice-nominated. We think we won about about 13, 14 stellar awards, which is the gospel version of the Grammy. And uh, it, when I got with them, I was about 18, and I toured with them, uh, recorded and toured with them for about 17 years. And during that time span, that's when I, you know, really realized, okay, yeah, I, I, I got a little something here, and uh, vocally, and and uh, that's when I kind of, you know, we, we were we were singing, we were working every weekend, we traveled, we traveled the world. It wasn't just the United States; we traveled the world, and that's when I kind of let loose, so to speak. Now, we we talked about this briefly. Now. Growing mm-hmm. up, a lot of artists got started in the church, and they sang, you know, with, with a gospel group, and then something happened in their life, whether it was puberty, whether it was growing up, meeting that little girl, and then you started listening to that soul music, that love music, and then sometimes that changes your way of thinking and way of wanting to sing. Now, how did you transition, and when did you have an urge to transition? from gospel, from singing with a canton spiritual, to singing secular music, as they call it, secular music. I'm going to say R&B. Well, when, when the funny thing is when I was in high school, I was a teenager, uh, I had a very unique taste in music. All of my friends were listening to, at that time, it was um, artists like, of course, you know, Michael Jackson, um, uh, Duran Duran, and... and, and Wham, George Michaels, and Wham. You know, the list goes on and on. And I listened to all of that, don't get me wrong. But I was also listening to Bobby Womack, the OJ, Al Green, uh, uh, just to name a few. And, and that's when my love for soul music started. I was, I was man, 16 listening. I, I was jamming to, uh, you know, all those, old, those, those soul music cats like that. And, uh, I, I just always had a love for even even blues. I was listening to B.B. King. I was trying to soak it all in as much as I could. So I was always listening to as many different genres of music as I could, just trying to soak it all in. <clears throat> and, you know, after uh, after a while, I got introduced to uh, Willie Clay. I mean, Willie became really good friends, and I started producing records for Willie Clay, uh, one of his biggest hits to date. Uh, I love me some music written and produced by me. And wow, I didn't was know that. My, oh yeah, yeah, it was written, written and produced by me. I think I was in my late twenties when I wrote that. I think late twenties, uh, maybe early thirties. I'm dating myself again, but anyway, 
early thirties when I when I wrote that and um produced it. And we became really cool and and I I started producing and writing a whole lot for Willie. I I've done I've done probably four of Willie's albums over the years. Uh pretty much the whole album was was written and produced by me. Starting with that album they called me Mr. C. Starting with that and about four or five albums down the road from that. I did pretty much the whole CD. And what I would do, I would always go in the studio and record a song and I would sing it and give him a CD of it for him to listen to. And one day I gave him a song, I wrote a song and I gave it to him to listen to. <clears throat> and I asked him, I said, um, I said, hey man, what you think about this song I, I, I did? And he said, man, I love it. I said, all right, cool. You going to do it? He said, nah. I said, what, what, what you mean? Why not? He said, because you need to do it. And up until that moment, I promise you, I had never thought about doing any R&D, Southern Soul, whatever you want to call it. I never thought about it up until that moment. I was like, hey, maybe I do need to look into, you know, do this. And that was the first time I even thought about doing it. And, of course, you know, because of my relationship with uh, Willie, I had met Mel Waiters, rest in peace. I had met with Mel Waiters, and we became really close. I used to hang out with Mel quite a bit. And so I went to the studio and recorded this song, and I let Mel hear it. Mel lost his mind. He said, oh, my God, Vic, Vic man. Uh, and his, his, the people that know him, his favorite saying back then, he said, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> he said, hey, you got something here. You got something, Vic. So he said, i tell you what, I want to help you. And a lot of people don't know this. My first CD, Mel, Mel paid for the recording of my first wow. CD. Wow. He paid for it out of his pocket. He was he was on the road Thursday. Listen, man, Hole in the Wall was so popular and so hot at the time. He was working Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday every week. Mel would go out and do his shows. He would go to West Union on Monday and send me money for studio time. <laughs> I got the, you know what I did? I found some of those some of those Western Union receipts for mail waiters. I got them put up right now as 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 as, as mementos. So anyway, we recorded the CD and uh, uh, Mel actually put it out on his label, uh, along with another label called Brown Hill. And and you know that 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 whole story is where the transition came. And now, during that time, I was still singing with, with, with the cans a little bit, but it was starting to uh, create some issues, so to speak. So it wasn't long after that I, I made the full transition. Yeah, so. All right, okay. So well, I, I, I think I keep losing you because I'm driving and I keep thinking I get okay. in a bad zone. But that's just you pausing to allow me an opportunity yeah, to say pausing. something yeah, now. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right, right, now you right, talked right. about you talked about that transition briefly. How difficult was it during that time for you to transition or for any artist to transition across the line from gospel, you know, to R and B? It, it was very difficult. Uh back then, you know, times are totally different now than they than they were then. Um, you know, church the church had this um the church was strict. 
you know, they they were real strict and they just did they they didn't go for uh what they call back then straddling the fence. <laughs> you you had to be you had to be and the preachers used to say back then you had to be the hot or cold. You couldn't be both. So so the transition was uh switching switching to R and B, you know, the Trey folk wasn't gonna support you. And then the 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 soul southern soul folks was like, Well, he trying to come over here from gospel. We 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 don't we don't we're not gonna let him in. <laughs> so no, we, you know, we can't support you because uh, the devil might get us, <laughs> or well, the Lord might get us, too. whatever right, way. Some of yeah. that too. But you know, then there was also the 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 question is the question was then, well, is he just dibbling and dabbling over here, or is he really trying to come over here? We we don't want him to just do an album or two and then go back to gospel. That, that back then that right. was frowned upon. It's either you over right. here or you over there. So the transition, yeah, right. So it took it took a couple of CDs, uh, a couple of CDs and a few singles for me to establish. Okay, I'm here. So you know the transition was not easy at all. Well, uh, you're you're being blessed uh, from from the Lord, and you're being loved for your fans. On the on the gospel side, may, they may be quiet on the R and B side, and you also have some of these new young millenniums that love your music. Uh, you know, and speaking of how difficult it was, you know, uh, when I heard Forbidden Love, I was like, now that's kind of, you know, talking about some, you know, some some spiritual stuff and folks doing wrong and whatever. So, uh, mm-hmm. if, if Sean, if you can, if you could pull it up, could uh, I'd like for us to take a quick break if we can, if you want to, because this is the this, the DJ Sean show, uh, and play it. Or if you have some more questions, we can we can keep it moving. I'll play it. You know, a lady came up to me after the show one night, just crying so hard. I said, "Baby, what's wrong?" She said, "I'm in a forbidden love affair." I said, "What's that?" She said, "Let me tell you what that is." Here's what she said. Well, it must have been that red dress that she wore to Sunday school. The preacher smiled and winked his eyes and said, I need to talk to you. So he gave her the number to his private phone and said, call me later on. And they hooked up and did grown up stuff. She said, I know I did wrong. Here's what she said.
how many young ladies came to me after shows and said they got they were once caught up in a situation like that. So and and you know, D I know you remember uh the late great um Child Evers, right? Diva? Yes, yes, I do. I remember him exactly. Okay. I'm here. Can you hear me? Well, yeah. Yeah, I hear you now. When, when, you know, right here in Jackson, Mississippi, for those who's listening, he owns a radio station here, uh, WNPR 90.1. He's the brother to Mega Evers, the uh, civil rights activist. Uh, and uh, he uh, called me after this song came out. He actually got, to, got my number from somebody, and he called me and said, you need to talk to me. So, I, you know, I went down to the station to talk to him, and he said, son, he called it by son. He said, son, I had a bunch of preachers come down here and ask me to take this song like the radio. That's what he called. He said, son, and he was coming out and picked song on the radio, and I told all of them, get the hell out of my radio station. <laughs> he, said, he said, I tell every one of them, get the hell out of my radio station because they don't spend no money here. And, and and they don't help promote no music and don't promote no artists. He said, so keep doing what you're doing, and, and I'm going to support you. And that's, you know, the song just kind of took off, man. I, I, it was, it was I, I had one particular artist, I won't call his name. When I put the song out, he called me, he said, you just killed your career. And I said, huh? He said, man, people going to be so mad at you about that song. And it turned out to be just the opposite. So you know, just, just, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for it. It was, it was it was one of the first songs that I put out that that actually caught on, so to speak. Well, I think it was a great song because you just said a few things that proved that it was a good song. First of all, there were a lot of women, some women that came to you and said that it happened to them. They didn't know how mm-hmm. to tell your tell their story, but you writing that song told their story and they could relate right. to it. And, and they realized that somebody else knew or felt that it was happening, so they were speaking for them. So they loved the song. And then you were you, and I can also understand why some of them didn't like it, because we placed the leaders of our church at a high position. And when somebody right. is saying that there's a possibility that something is not so clean and pure about them, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to believe that, you know. So uh, I I applaud you for your strength and standing by the song and going through uh, and and just walking in it, you know, and just said, hey, it is what it is. It's my song. I'm going to roll with it and and being strong enough to to keep moving because someone who you think the world loves, that comes to you and say you just ruined your career, that could have made you feel like, hey, I'm going to give up. I don't need to sing anymore. It's over. But you were a fighter. You knew you had something. People were backing you. So you're still here. And I'm thankful. Right. I appreciate that. And and, and I'm thankful for it as well. Um, you know, and then, you know, just, just to, to, to say lightly, I, I don't want to go too deep on this, but, you know, coming from the gospel music industry, I saw a lot of stuff that 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 enabled me to, to write that song, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I could say something, too, because uh, I, I was in, in, the, in the church. When I say that, let's say I was on the board of a church, uh, mm-hmm. and when they would have the conventions, uh, you would be surprised at how many oh, yeah. uh, of the other high-ups, you know, got eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it's real. It's real. It is. You know, so it, it is. It, it's really real. But, Vic, let's move on before we offend some church folks that may be listening. Uh, let's okay. talk about uh, another one of your songs that, that is your biggest hit, and, and then we're going to let Sean talk about some of your new stuff. Okay. Okay. Tell everybody what your biggest uh, hit is. Called Soul Music. Ain't nothing like mm-hmm. the soul music. Soul. Uh, yeah, that song was actually now that song was written by uh, writer extraordinaire, writer's artist extraordinaire, Omar Cunningham. Uh, Omar Cunningham and I were we had a long string of songs that we uh, either wrote together or <laughs> he wrote and I produced. And uh, he wrote that, I produced it. And that was, um, you know, one of those songs that I'll be honest when it, when I when I first recorded, I loved it when I heard it. He played it for me, and I said, "Man, I said, what you gonna do with that? He said, Nothing you want it? I said, yeah. So I brought it, and you know, did the track and, and and put my spin on it, and we put it out. And when we put it out, I knew it was a good song, but I didn't know it was that song. It was, you know, it it just resonated with people. Uh, I remember. There's a line in the song, people that have heard it, it says, uh, my buddy Marcus can't stand up because he's full of that yet. Well, Marcus was a neighbor of mine. He lived across the street from me. And uh, Marcus used to, you know, he he, he, would, he he worked on shore. When he came home, he'd get his party on. So that's why I put that line in the song. And I called him over to the house to listen to it. And when he heard it, he lost his mind. He thought the song was the best thing he had heard it pretty much in his life. And I was like, Really? <laughs> I was like, okay. His 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 reaction to it caught me by surprise. I was like, okay. Oh. He said, play it again. He had me play it about ten times back to back. He loved it that much, and I was like, okay. And that's when I was like, okay, well maybe this is bigger than I think it is. But you know, thankfully, you know that that song has been a, a tremendous blessing to to me as an artist, as well as. Uh, I could, I believe it's been a blessing to Omar too, because like I said, he wrote it, and uh, uh, you know, just just thankful that even after all this time, and I think it came out and put that out in twenty eleven, maybe twenty eleven, twenty twelve, and still today, man, the song's still growing, still getting bunch of views on YouTube, and, and, and you know, I can't do a show without saying that. If I do, I, I, I'm I'm gonna get <laughs> you know, well, Vic, you you do a fine job with these shows. I I've been to some of your shows, and uh, you got a voice, you got a stage presence. Uh, you use every element that you can use to make sure that uh, your fans uh, and your new fans get all they can get when they see Vic Allen. Yeah, I try, and, and you know we go a long way back. And, I, and let me just say <laughs> while, while I'm thinking about it, I. I I appreciate all your your support, you know, over the years. I appreciate that. It's been nothing but my pleasure, you know, because I love good music. Uh, and then I, I'm a I'm a fan, you know, first because I I do my I've done my share of traveling miles and miles to go to shows long before I really start playing Southern Soul. You know, I would hit mm-hmm. that road and go see Southern Soul artists, and then once I got to uh, 102 JKX and uh, 
uh, blues was dropped in my lap. I was already a lover of it, so it just went right with me. So it, it wasn't a stranger to me, uh, and I, I appreciate our relationship over over the years. Uh, but and I, I, again, on behalf of DJ Sean and the Hilltop family, I just thank you for agreeing to do this because it's Thursday night, and you could be getting prepared to go somewhere to do a show for the weekend, you know, and needing your rest or to rest your voice. So it's a pleasure. Well, actually, I'm not not doing a show this weekend. I am doing something that I don't get to do often. And me and the wife, we're going on vacation next week, man. We're going to Jamaica. <laughs> we are going to Jamaica. It's the first vacation I've had in about a year, and we go. I'm gonna go over there, and 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 don't nobody know me, so I ain't wearing no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we just go, we just go kind of relax and let it all hang out. So, you know, uh, but 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 anytime, any, I'm 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 very pleased to be on the show tonight. Anytime y'all want to, y'all want to talk, I'm down for it. DJ Shot, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. He's he's leaving. He's leaving the door open for any time we want him to come back. Well, anytime. I mean, appreciate that. Well, let's do this. Let's get into another uh, Vic Allen song, and then after we play Vic Allen, let's shift uh, let's shift the the, the uh, room to JL, get him in on this little, get to know him a little bit, and then we'll just oh, yeah. we'll just go back and forth with you guys if you guys are cool with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll be right back, y'all. Put some good loving on me. Put some good loving on me. So 
homies out there that sure enough know how to put it down. You got your man's mind all discombobulated. He don't know if he's coming or going. And if he's anything like me, all he can think about is the next time he gon' get to smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Favorite thing that's 
straight to the playlist, man. <laughs> yeah, it's straight to the Tahoe playlist, man. Yeah. That, just to say, I, that one, and, and your first one, because just a jump back comment on that first one, I, I, I've lived it from the under a pastor, and he was grooming his boys to go to the camps, and mm. he would mess with the leaders, and he would say, I need y'all to do this to that group of girls at this church. So, mm. so yeah, and I'll be quiet because, like I said, I don't want to upset no church people. To, right, I mean, right. I'm, I'm from the church, but I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. And I was one of the boys, he like, I need you to do this. But but Pastor, listen to what your and he said, listen to what your pastor say. Yes, sir. So yeah. <laughs> and that's how Money Mike was formed. But anyway, that's another story. But yeah, I love that man, definitely. Definitely. Appreciate it. Tahoe Appreciate plays it. I'm whipping it. I'm whipping with that, definitely. Boy, you're crazy. Well, uh, Vic, Vic, again, thank you for being part of the show. Let's let's shift it to JL Thompson real quick and get him in and on here. Uh, JL, thank you for being part of the show, man. And uh, the same thing, I'm gonna, the same thing I asked Vic. I'm gonna start ask you the same thing, man. Where where did you get your start? You know, and you know, into the business. You know, was your church? You attend church, church choir, you know, your grandparents, your, you know, your mother, father, were they musicians? Did they sing? How did you get your start? When did you know that, you know, you know, we got basketball, we got football, you know, baseball. How did you know that, you know, music was your, was going to be your passion? Uh, Yes, sir. Well, actually, I started out uh, very, very young. Uh, I was in preschool. And uh, a group of the guys, uh, young boys that was with me, uh, in preschool we did a graduation. And uh, they wanted us to sing a song because uh, somehow, some way growing up, all I used to do was sing, from the babysitters to preschool. So uh, I actually lived a song. And uh, the song was, you know, at graduation time, they tried to give some encouragement was, I believe I can fly by R. Kelly. And uh, I was young, and the fact that I didn't understand what the song was then and knowing what it is now shows how powerful it was and why uh, they asked me to sing it. So uh, my only favorite part as a young kid at that age, though, was the part where you get to and you go, ah, 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 ah. That was the part that I was really get to so I could see how the people react or whatever. Cause, uh, so, uh that was actually when I started. Uh, I have an auntie. Uh, she's a first lady. She was uh, my teacher, and uh, that kind of pushed me into it. But even in spite of, I still love doing it. So I've actually been singing since about that age. Uh, now, as far as the music part, I actually play piano also. Uh, okay. I think I started uh, at age 15 or 16. Uh, but beforehand... You know how, as a kid, they play instruments and you just play on them. I had a good uh, piano and uh, drums, but I was different. I'd see the uh, rock stars with their good guitars on uh, TV, and I'd play it for a while and break it. And, yeah, I got in trouble because uh, I wasn't supposed to break it, but 
Uh, oh, you smashed it had... on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. But uh, I actually had a different style. Well, I had a different ear for music. Like, I liked all kinds of music. So uh, I listened to that, but the guitar didn't work out. Uh, so I slowly started learning how to play the piano and actually got serious with it at around uh, maybe 15 or 16. I uh, started out taking lessons, but uh, you know how we are as kids. We are all over the place. So uh, <laughs> at the time, I looked back at it, and I said uh, I should have started took the music serious then uh, as far as taking piano lessons. But I thought I was a sports guy, and uh, I was more into soccer. But it really didn't work out. Now I look back at him and I was like, man, I wish I'd have went on ahead and took them piano lessons. So yeah, even in spite of I continue uh, teaching myself uh, through YouTube. I'd ask other musicians around. Uh, I grew up in the Methodist church. So uh, in the Methodist church, they big on hymns. So mm-hmm. I, the first couple gospel songs that I learned was out the hymn book. Uh, I think I started playing for my first church at about uh, maybe 17, somewhere in high school, something like that. They just gave me the opportunity. And uh, one particular preacher that I played for, uh, all he wanted to sing was hymns. So uh, I was struggling a little bit with it. But my dad, who's a preacher also, uh, he he came into the church one night at choir rehearsal and uh, he took the hymn book because he knew he's a Methodist preacher. So they've been singing them songs for a long time. The only problem was my dad, he's, he he doesn't have uh, uh, too much of a sense of tone. So I kind of had to follow the best way I could. So we sat maybe for two, two and a half hours, three hours, and he went through every main him song in the book and we just sat there until it sounded like I got it. So uh wow. so I continued doing it. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Uh throughout high school I was actually in Coral Cry. Uh we actually uh at Laurel High School, I'm from Laurel, Mississippi, uh we went to Carnegie Hall, uh my junior year. Uh and we actually got to meet uh Lil Team Price uh famous opera singer so uh i actually enjoyed that the reason why is because uh as an artist uh people don't really look at it as the artist's word uh i listen to music to play music differently uh you know everybody has an ear for what they have it for but i actually look at it as like uh mr big allen telling the story and going inside your head and actually looking at the imagination and imagining, oh, I see that. So uh, that's what gave me the more that's, passion that's, to do it. That's besides breaking every damn instrument up that you got your hands on, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, I had passed that stage. I left the guitar where it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to. I ain't have no other choice. So it was. It was it's hard trying to break the keyboard. So I just. Yeah. I just want to say this real quick. Um, both of you guys, um, Vic too, said something very, very interesting. And you don't have a lot. You don't find a lot of artists that I've interviewed over the years have said the same thing both of you guys have said 
you guys listen to other music. You know, um, I had um, uh, from the Isley Brothers on uh, Chris Jasper. And Chris Jasper said one thing when he came up um, before he ever got with the Osley Brothers and learning music was every artist, every artist, every entertainer should know more than his music. He should, they should know every genre of music as an artist. Mm-hmm. And you, you got, I just had to say that because you, I have, like I said, I, I haven't had a lot of artists on. That said, you know, like when Vic, when you said you listened to Wham and Duran Duran, I'm like, wow, okay, you know, he went to the real pop era, you know, of, of the mm-hmm. '80s, and and you don't find a lot of artists, and you know, and then, you know, and then JL said he listened to, he had to be listening to rock and roll to be beat, you know, breaking uh, uh guitars <laughs> up on the stage and stuff like that, probably, yes, probably yes, Kiss yes, or somebody like that he was listening to, or ACDC, but um. And then, you know, and then I said, you know what, That all, me as a DJ, I listen to all types of music as well, too, instead of just concentrating on one genre, because everybody wants to hear something different. And and I, I applaud y'all, too, for, you know, for for making that known, uh, you know, as coming up to, to your growth, your growth through your music journey to where you guys are at now. So I applaud you guys and, and uh, give you two thumbs up for that because a lot of artists don't say that, and I caught on to that when you got both of you guys said that. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna shift the microphone over to Diva, and then uh, we'll get some music in and we'll be right back. Go ahead, Diva. Well, JL. Well, hello, hello, hello. How you doing, Miss Diva? How you doing? Boy, they, boy, both of them is just a smile saying your name on here tonight, boy. I'll tell you what. Don't let me find out. <laughs> nah, go ahead. Hey, man, that's the diva, man. That's a diva. I know. Hey. All right. Look, hey, Sean, these are my people. These are my Mississippi brothers. I'm a Mississippi girl all the way live, you know. And to know that there are some some brothers from Mississippi that's putting it down because when you think about it, uh, people always have bad things to say about Mississippi. We're at the bottom of everything, but when it comes to music, baby, we have, look we we got we the prime, we the best, we mm-hmm. do it all. There you go. <laughs> so now, Dale, yes, now you told us how yes, you got ma'am. started. You know, breaking instruments, playing keyboards. Now. How did you start loving blues, southern soul? Uh, that also started out as a, at an early age. Uh, I remember coming home, well, actually being at home. Uh, like I said, my dad's a pastor, but uh, he's from the country. So uh, Johnny Taylor and B.B. Uh, King and Bobby Blue Band, uh, we had a on the way home from church. We 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 had to listen to it, and uh, one thing that I learned from that was uh, a lot of people kind of look at it as a bad thing. I look at it as is a genre of music. Uh, they always use uh, the analogy now that, uh, or they always say now in the church, uh, a lot of y'all didn't make love off Amazing Grace or Jesus keeping near near the cross. So, <laughs> 
told me that God teaches about love, especially when you're married. So ain't nothing wrong with it. You got to have something. So uh, I actually listened to them uh, at a young age and kind of grew up on it. Got grew up on it. Uh, I grew up listening to Mr. Dick Allen, uh, L.J. Elkins, uh, a lot of Slichars, all of them. So I'm locked in on the on that blues style with all the instruments. So, matter of fact, a lot of my songs is uh, off the legends, we'll say. Uh, especially Mr. Big Allen, like telling the stories, uh, that's major for me because I like to take people into a different place and actually imagine, like Mr. Fisher said, watch the movie. Uh, so, uh, I, I just love it. It tells the story or it you're able to put your feelings out there uh, in the music. So whatever you want to do with the music is 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 easy to do. You can even have fun and do parties. So, I mean, it's just giving the experience to me. Can, can, can I jump in real yeah. quick? Uh, uh, um, sure, real quick just real quick. Vic, Vic um, when, you hear a young, when you hear a young artist like LJ, you know, give, you know, give you your flowers to let you know, you know, he was. You were one of the ones that uh, he watched. How does that make you feel? You know, as an artist hearing, you know, one of the young brothers say that. Well, it, 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 it makes for two different ways. It, it, it's good to know that you touch someone, you immediately touch somebody in a positive way, and then it also makes you feel old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I was gonna say. I was gonna say jail jail I had no problem saying I was this age at this time. I was that age at that time. So big big ain't trying to tell his age, y'all. Ain't around it. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. I've been I've been listening for a long time. Uh matter of fact just, just sitting here thinking about it. Uh I was I started out as just a keyboard player. I just started uh considering myself an artist maybe two years ago. So uh, I remember being at uh, Mr. Dick Allen's show, uh, a couple of them, uh, as a keyboard player, just watching and watching the band. That's my favorite part, the band. He got a, he got a five band. I didn't I didn't see him. So uh, that's why mm-hmm. the things, some of the things I, mean, I do. I mean, uh, I mean, shows you. I mean, shows you've been at Vic Allen's and and women throwing them panties up on the stage, JL. Because <laughs> <laughs> he. Hey, he I don't, <laughs> I done been to quite. Hey, I done been to. I, I done been to a few of them. Damn, oh, that well, well, well. If he want to talk about it, I let him talk about it. <laughs> the man do his thing. Hey, so, uh, and that's the thing. Like, uh, like he, like his song "Flow Music." He talks about getting on stage and just singing and and putting on the show. So uh, that's the reason why I said I. I favor my style of us because uh, a lot of new artists now uh, really don't just use that part of the show anymore, if I can say that. I know the generations change, but uh, at the same time, I'm still stuck on that uh, get dressed up, have the band, everybody on point, and uh, actually having a presentation, being able to give them something other than just getting up there and I guess turning up, you know what I'm saying? But uh actually giving the joy and give you uh, the entertainment of the music along with putting on the show and having fun. Yeah, listen, listen, see he talk about 
back back in the day, back then, I I, I was getting panties and, and thongs thrown at me. Now it's good. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what you saying? The crowd getting the crowd getting older. <laughs> well, no, you know, not the crowd getting older, but as as I as I get older, you know, my. my <laughs> You want some girdles. You don't want no thongs. <laughs> no, nah, I, hey. I didn't say I want. I didn't hey. say I want. I said, that's, I said that's what I'm getting. <laughs> hey, when you, you mess around and get a sheet thrown at you, boy, you threw. <laughs> that's, a big old, that's a big old ass right there. Somebody throw a sheet yeah, up there. Like, like, like in drive like by the Russians hold up on set. <laughs> I know. Isn't that a right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? What is really, really, really cool for me um, is to hear JL talk about the fact uh, that he has a band. You know, because for some artists, that comes later in life. Uh, And that just goes to show you that JL's level of um, creativity, entertainment, you know, brand building, you know, he wants to give his fans and his audience an experience, uh, like you said, a real show. So, JL, what made you want to do a band instead of tracks? Uh, because a lot of folks start oh. out with tracks. Right, right, right. Oh, I wanted to be different. Like I said, I'm a musician as a piano player. Uh, I love what I do. Uh, I always tell everybody when it stops being, uh, I know there's a business side to it. But at the same time, when I get on stage and I'm not having fun anymore, uh, I really don't. I feel like I shouldn't be doing it because if I can't get up there and give my all, uh, I always joke and say, hey, make sure you got the ambulance sitting by the stage after because every time I'm going to try to give it my all. So uh, just being able to give the energy and and tell the story and interact with the people and and sing – band because uh you're limited in the track i feel like is is now you can go in the studio and do a uh a track show but uh i feel like uh, that's good but at the same time with me sometimes i might forget what i did the show before and i see something in the crowd okay. that i feel like <laughs> i should be able to it'll be along the lines of uh, what I usually go with, but I try not to do the same show uh, every time I I go because I don't know who might have been there from the last time. And I know a lot of people will be like, hey, I don't want to uh, see what he did last time because he did that last time. So uh, I try my best to do uh, – we practice every – we practice a lot <laughs> for a long time. So uh, I just always tell my man, hey, if you keep the groove, uh, follow with me. Uh, I'm going to take you out for a ride. Just help me. You know, when you watch movies, a lot of people don't uh, hear the sound, the music in the background. It's kind of, you hear it, but you don't hear it. But what they don't understand wow. is with the words and with what's going on in the movie, that music is actually helping you take your emotions or your feelings to what's actually going on in the movie so that's what I try to put on my experience with the band shows uh, because I want you to keep coming back we're going to have fun uh, we're going to tell our feelings uh, we might cry a little bit uh, 
but then we're gonna come back and have fun. So uh, I just I just try to give the experience as much as possible because I I know how I listen to music, and when I go to a show, I want to say, hey, I'll buy another ticket and and go back to that show. And uh, I've been I bought a couple tickets to Mr. Dick Allen show because <laughs> he gives a he he gives a A one band show so and track show, but. His band, they, he off the chain. Plus, like I said, being a musician and actually seeing him get up there and use his instrument on stage, that's something different a lot of artists can't do. So uh, you give him something different. You can give something different every every time you hit the stage. Do you write your own music, J.L.? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, I do. Uh, I just figured out maybe uh, a year and a half ago I could write. Because uh, so, I was so big on uh, playing for uh, other artists and doing their music, I never really thought about doing my own. Uh, so, matter of fact, when I was in, started driving trucks, uh, you know, you got so much time on the road, and I got to listen to the radio sometimes. So, uh, I just sit in there with my phone, got my headphones on, feel like I'm already in the studio, uh, just recording voice memos on my phone. And, uh, it all kind of started from there. I wrote my first song called Gold Digger. Uh, I was on the phone, of course. Uh, my brother was speaking to me about a relationship with his. And uh, I kind of thought about it. I said, hey, man, I've been writing songs. Let me see if I can write this song. And uh, I wrote the song, and Gold Digger, my first song, came about. So I just kept trying to do it. I got a question, y'all. Go ahead, Jay. Yes, sir. JL, can you can you tell the people some of the artists you play for? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I play for uh, Cassandra uh, Elkos. Uh, I actually okay. started out playing for uh, Rashad the Blues Kid out of Lord, Mississippi. Uh, okay. Uh, he actually brought me into it as he was a musician before he started doing uh as an artist. But we actually mm-hmm. played for a called the Groove Band. The Groove Band played yeah. for a guy named Napoleon Dimp. Uh, okay. So played for Napoleon Dimp. And uh, then he crossed over into... Yeah. Go ahead, Vic. We got two more, <laughs> we got two more females that's online. We got Benita <laughs> Applebaum. She's from Mississippi and and double chocolate, so I I know they're loving that that acapella. So don't stop now. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Napoleon. Shout out to Rashad. Shout out to Krishana. I love all of those man. Those some those, those some heavy hitters though. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Rashad, he's down to earth. I had I had interviewed him last year. He's real down to earth and humble, big time. Oh, he's he's yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. So yeah, he actually he actually brought me into it, and uh, once he started branching out on his own, uh, you know, doing shows with different artists, you meet different artists. I actually met uh, Mr. Dick Allen at one of his shows, so uh, that's how I kind of got going about. I never thought about being an artist, but uh, they say it's power in the tongue, so uh, I'd actually joke with my wife about. Uh, I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a blues singer. I'm gonna be a blues singer, and we kind of laughed about it. But the more and more 
kept saying it, the more and more I started believing it, and I tried it out, and I was like, well, I'm a blues singer now. I don't know what it takes to be a blues singer. I guess you got to put your first song out or do your first show or I don't know, but I, I consider myself as a blues singer. You've spoken into it. Just... <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, so far, so good. Uh, I've been enjoying the ride. Like I said. Steven, let's get into one of JL's songs. Let's get into one of his songs. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh Hey, I like that that uh, big truck driver. We go, let's play that and then let's talk about how that came about since he talked about sitting in his truck uh, writing lyrics. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. been seeing everybody on Facebook talking about get you a big truck driver. And you know what? I'm going to have to agree with them. You need to get you a big truck driver. I'm a big truck driver. I love what I do. And you better believe my woman does too. She loves to ride when I go from state to state. And she give me good loving
And me want to go get a big ass truck now. <laughs> go ahead and get you one. Come on. We get me a one. big ass Peterbilt. A Peterbilt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, we got yeah, now, when you, We're welcome. When you drop that, when you drop that song, how much feedback did you not only get from your fans, but how much love did you get from the truck driver? Uh, I received a lot of love. Um, the song uh, is actually a fun song for me to do. Uh, I love truck driving, so uh, I'm a truck driver. I own my own company. So uh, I wanted to give truck drivers something that kind of, you know, everybody got a song that really gives them that uh, inside of them, like to say, hey, I'm a truck driver, you know what I'm saying? I can do this, I can do that, or just uh, giving some appreciation to drug, truck drivers because uh, we be on the road a lot. And uh, a lot of folks, we ain't going to say much folks, but we going to say some of the folks <laughs> on the road kind of don't too much like us because uh, they feel like maybe we, we drive too slow. I ain't going to lie, some of the newer truck drivers, they kind of seem like they passing out CDLs for free. But uh, the ones that's really into <laughs> it for the actual truck driving of it, uh, out there doing the right things, driving safe, driving the speed limit. All we're trying to do is uh, help everybody out, get goods from one place to another that uh airplane or anything can't 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 move around and get to a building. So uh, we, we we ride long hours. So I wanted to give uh, truck drivers while they riding something to ride to. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I get a lot of feedback from truck drivers saying, hey, we appreciate that. We needed that song. Uh, that's a song for us because uh, it says, hey, I'm a big truck driver. They know the lingo, big rig rider. So uh, it gives everybody something to <laughs> bob their head to while they're riding. So when you're so, shifting them gears and you're hitting them jake brakes, it all makes sense. So, so uh, Bonita and uh, Double Chocolate, y'all, big rig drivers, truck drivers, y'all, y'all, and they're interested. <laughs> no, they're they're three or four. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're nah, we ain't three or four. It's something out there like that. Nah, it's something out there like that. But uh, the the, the, uh, the good season <laughs> ones ain't like that. When they uh, on on the road, <laughs> yeah, we we. As long as they don't like them, not like that. <laughs> what do you uh, say, double chocolate? As long as they don't like them, lot lizards. <laughs> Ooh, I actually, I actually wrote a song and told a story about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me though. It wasn't me though. Now it wasn't me. Though. Uh-huh. I, I just kind of, I just kind of put uh-huh. the story and uh, gave uh-huh. my gave my my truck driver something to cruise to. So uh, I had to tell the story so everybody could relate. But you gotta gotta listen to it to know what they're talking about. <laughs> What's the name uh-huh. of that song? Uh, yeah, it's called Hey Mr. Truck Driver. Oh, hey, Mr. Truck Driver. <laughs> We get we get that one so I can't play it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking I'm looking for it right now. Oh, damn. 
actually a meme going around Facebook right now that says them truck drivers got all the stories in the world to tell. They tell everything about their kit they find. <laughs> 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 Right. Hey, now. <laughs> I got a family of truck drivers, and boy, do they have stories. So, so hey. uh, uh, Mr. Allen, what do you think about the song, brother? How do you like the song? Well, I, oh, I like it. I love it. I love it. You know, truck drivers are very instrumental in, in helping Southern Soul and Blues grow right now uh, because... Mm-hmm. They are, they're, 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 uh, you know, there are a couple other truck drivers um, uh, other than JL that, that are helping to push this genre. Uh, a couple in particular, right. uh, uh, Arthur Young and yeah. DJ Trucker down in Florida. Uh, both of those guys are, are, are truckers as well as uh, artists slash DJ in, in the trucker's case. And, you know, they are helping to push the genre. And, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, as many people as we could get to uh, get into our genre of music, I think that's only helping it grow because people are starting to realize this is grown folk music. This is what we are, you know, I, I ain't knocking the young folk, but, but a lot of that stuff we hear, that's what my song soul music about. A lot of this stuff we hear on the radio now, I just can't get with it, man. I'm sorry. You know, you I, know, I, I, like, um, I like grown folk music. You, you know, Vic, man, you you've been making a lot of points tonight, man. I've been catching on, man. You know, you know the truck drivers helping out and everything, but it it takes a farther than that. Everybody, every artist that's in the Southern Soul group. Everybody has to stop that, you know, the differences of opinion and the egos and just come together mm-hmm. and make that genre a strong genre. If everybody can get on the same page and be on the same page and stop crying about who they got to share the stage with and stop crying about this person is getting more over here than this one over here, Southern Soul can be just as big as hip-hop, just as big as rap, just as big as you know, gospel, just, you know, the general can be big, but everybody just be tripping for, you know, for no, for no reason. That's the only, that's the only black eye that's on Southern soul right now, people's egos and everybody can't come together to make it work. That's crazy. I agree. I think think it's it's, going to get better, though. I really believe in it. All right. Mm-hmm. Sean, I just emailed you that song. Congratulations, okay. JL, on, on, on that song and, and, and others, man. Good work. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, I actually had to learn how to, uh, how to, I've never been in the studio before, so my first time going in there, I had to learn uh, over time. Like, I've gotten better now, I had to learn then. Uh, how to go in the studio. That's another reason why I like live band because uh, uh, you can't go in there doing studio like you're doing a live band. You're going to sing it through one time and, and, and be done with it. Nah, you got to sit in there and take time and listen to it and, and make sure this and that is is together. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to say that I've actually learned to how to 
progress through it because I ain't gonna lie, a lot of artists will get in here and say, "Oh man, I started out and and uh, I was I that I was supposed to have a hit already." Uh, I actually learned it, it, it kind of takes progress, and I don't mind going through the progress as long as I grow right. throughout throughout how I'm going. So I didn't jump in expecting a hit. Big truck driver, I really didn't even expect it to do uh, what it's doing, but I'm, I'm just excited just to hear that I have an opportunity. So uh, it, it's, it's just exciting. So just going along for the ride, like I said, watching like Mr. Big Allen, uh, Mr. LJ, uh, watching how they do it, because I go on YouTube and watch their uh, videos too, uh, their live band videos and studying. So uh just going through and seeing how they put a show on together and, and make everything flow and keep the crowd into it. Uh, I love it. So uh, just just growing off the shoulders of what they're doing and trying to keep it going. Because uh, Southern Soul, in my generation, is kind of going to, into, I'm not going to say necessarily a hip-hop genre. They call it trail ride genre now. Uh, so, uh, trail it's ride, of, uh, you sure? You yeah. Man, they be twerking yes, and everything on them trail rides, man. They ain't family oriented <laughs> no more, man. They even got yeah, the horses yeah, yeah. twerking. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, I'm not a country boy, so uh, I got country roots, but I was born in the city, so uh, I, I wouldn't be able to too much relate to a trail ride or anything like that, but uh. Uh, some of the songs I do like, but I have learned that the music moves with the generations, and uh, I, I kind of grew up in uh, the singing and music era to where now it's been kind of flipped. So I'm trying to kind of trying to move over with it as much as possible, but still keep keep that good music feel to it also. But never mind. That's a, that's a whole another story. I ain't even gonna get started on <laughs> Southern Soul rap and all that other. I'm not even gonna get started on that tonight. Um, that that's another night. Yeah. Well, I have. Hey, Mr. Yeah. Truck Driver, is that the song y'all were talking about? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Play it. Play it. <laughs> Let me tell y'all about this woman. Man, this woman at the truck stop, she did some things. <laughs> After a long day of trucking, trucking out in these streets, I pulled over at the truck stop to get me something good to eat. I heard a knock at the door. Just as I was going to sleep I looked out the window at this lady And she was staring at me And she Face and the jeans were skin tight. This woman, 
she did some things that I never seen in my life. She made me want to leave my children and made me want to leave my wife. But when she left from out of the truck with me, she went to the next truck and did the same Cause I knew that was gonna be too 
that was gonna be too much. That was gonna be too hard. So I wanted to, <laughs> to tell the story. Yeah, that was saying breaker, breaker, one nine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it it kind of <laughs> worked out. So wow. <laughs> you guys are supposed to be saying it that way. You didn't. That's that, that's a song <laughs> to come in. That's a song to come in with Vic with. That's a good song to come in with now. Now you on. <laughs> now you on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I told you. I love, I love big truck drivers okay. though, because you can be standing at the uh, at the uh, pump pumping gas while them boys be they be going it. <laughs> I mean, if I was a truck driver and I saw you at the pump, I probably would have broke my neck honking the horn. <laughs> fine, fine as your ass is shit. <laughs> I ran into a damn telephone pole walking that horn. <laughs> I've been all breaker, breaker. Y'all need to come on down here. There's a big old. I don't know what y'all call the women on the uh, on the um, on the um, on the TV. Mm-hmm. What's the women code? Uh, JL. I know. Tell, I know you can really tell on everybody. What the what's the code for a beautiful woman? <laughs> hey, it it just depends on uh, where you at, man. Uh, it's, it's a lot of it. Just depends on where you at, though. Mississippi. Well, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, well, wanting to catch on, though. <laughs> okay, I knew it was something. Yeah, changing you know, creative talk, well, brother. Ever changing creative yeah. talk. Right, yeah. yes, sir, yes, sir. Hey, JJ. Uh, Tell JJ the, the message to me so I can have it. <laughs> <laughs> they say, look out the window. She had ugly feet, but a fine body. That's what God got a sense of humor. Yeah. Look at that pickle. Mm. See, look at yes, see. Mike, Mike, look here. If you, <laughs> you know, you know, us in Mississippi, we 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 very unique with ours. So if you look out the window, you already know what it is. You know. <laughs> Now if you catch now if you catch double chocolate and and uh Manita and Diva at the pump all at the same time, it's gonna be crashes everywhere on the interstate. Everybody gonna be cutting everybody <laughs> off to get back on the interstate to go on back up to the gas pump. <laughs> yeah, my truck is full but I'm gonna still that's right. <laughs> Uh, uh. So before they hit that horn, they say, woo, woo. <laughs> My cash app is. Hey, I said it in the phone. Make sure, make sure you get that feet now. Make, make sure you get that feet. Oh, oh she going to, hey, trust me. Oh, she going to get that cash app. She going to get that feet. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> oh, y'all just got quiet. Everybody got real quiet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just see Garrett? Maybe they need a boost. <laughs> Damn. Y'all crazy <laughs> on here tonight. 
Well, see, see, Vic, see what you then did. <laughs> no, I just played with you. Hey, hey, yeah, don't put me in it. I, I... <laughs> we, we, we I talking about truck drivers. So Nick, the heat done got off you now, and so the heat done got off you now and jumped on JL, huh? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Hey man, here's a question I want to ask both of you guys. You guys are both married, man. Um, how how do you guys significant uh, other feel? You know, on the type of music that you guys create. You know, going out there to these venues, and you know, you do have women that want a touchy feely. How, how do y'all? How do y'all? You know, how do your your wives feel about that? Talk to us about that. Um, yeah, with mine, oh, mine, uh, like I said, I kind of used to joke about it, but uh, the more and more I got started uh, seeing it get more serious, uh, the more and more we kind of started having that talk, like, okay, uh, I'm going to do everything I can to prevent it. Uh, if it can be prevented, a lot of you know, hey, it can be prevented. So, uh, but in the case of, uh, one thing I did, uh, one thing I told her, I don't play with God, so uh, she'll never have to worry about uh, anything uh, major happening. Right, like, uh, right. I told her when I when I married her, I married her for her, and that's what I wanted. Uh, I'm big on uh, if you're gonna be with somebody, go ahead and be with them, rather than doing stuff outside of. But uh, I do like to tell the stories of because it's a lot, of, just like uh. Big Al- Mr. Big Allen said uh, his uh, story with the the woman and the preacher. Uh, it might be a lot of women out there that 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 can say they in this situation. I mean, uh, it's the only way they can do what they do. But of course, it's a fun song also. So uh, I told my wife, the more and more it gets realer. So far, I haven't had the problem. Uh, of course, they'll talk and say, "Ooh, you going home with me tonight?" Or, uh, yeah, or whatever, whatever. I had one lady, uh, it's an older lady. Uh, she came up to me the second show I did in that town, and she was like, "Uh huh, I want my knee brace for you tonight." I said, "Well, come on, we going we gonna have a good time." So uh, uh, I always tell her, uh, I'm, "I'm I'm I'm only for her." I wrote her a song, so everybody will know I don't have a problem with letting everybody know. Uh, because at the end of the day, if you're going to enjoy me, you're going to enjoy me for who I am. But uh, right. one thing I never do in my shows is uh, disrespect my wife in, in, in the show. Okay. So, uh, and everybody pretty much knows that uh, when JL comes, he is married. She might not be with me. Of course, she might not go to a lot of the shows because uh, I, I think she's been with me for a long time and we've been traveling and doing music. I think I done kind of burnt her out, but uh, every now and then she'll come and support me. Uh, and and whatever, but she already know I'm going. I don't consider it as a job. Uh, I just say it's something the Lord blessed me with, and and He just so happened to uh let me get paid to do it. But uh, okay. I just love it for the music and and of the craft. But uh, it also helps me out uh sometimes uh financially. But uh, I just let her know hey, I'm going to do my job and I'll be back home. Late, late that night, early that morning. Okay, what about you, Vic? Well, my wife and I've been married twenty one years. Oh wow! And and yeah, twenty one years. 
So, you know, my wife is, go do what you got to do and bring me some money home. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Mine's is the same way. Mine's is the same way. That's why she don't mind. That's that's good. You guys got you know uh, your you know your your wives, good women behind you know um, that understand you know what you guys get into you know each and every time you're on the stage because you got some wild women out there, boy. But I just had to ask that. Yeah, just to. And I know with both of you guys performing live or, or being on that stage, with women being right down front that you have to protect your package. You have to protect your pants because they were run. I've seen this happen with them, with guys, with with entertainers on stage where women will reach up. And, you know, and you don't want to just stop singing. You just think, okay, let me not get too close to the front of the stage because women are bold. I've seen and I think I have seen where some entertainers perform with their hand over their package. If you know I what ain't I doing mean. it. I ain't doing it. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> oh, waving it in their face. We know. We know you want to. Right. We know you want to be touched. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I paid to watch the whole package. Don't cover it up. <laughs> It, it ruined it. It, ru- it ruined it from it ruined it for me as a lady, as a lady. When I see women who can't control themselves, and uh, a male entertainer is on the stage trying to perform, and 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 the females are constantly trying to to touch his jewels and grab them. You know what? Yeah. What's the pleasure in that? The jewels. She <laughs> <The> old school. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw I saw um, Floyd Taylor rest in peace. I saw him stop a show one time and, and have a young lady uh, have a young lady put out the show because of that. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it, it, yeah, I saw him stop the show and say she got to go because she she, she touched <laughs> me inappropriately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's harassment. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely harassment. You you can't be on the stage yeah. performing. You know somebody's trying to sexually harass you. See, I'm gonna have <laughs> see, I'm gonna have my manager already have my phone number folded up. And when they start grabbing me, I'm just gonna slip up my phone number and tell world right. tell them saying that, and I'll be like, call me, right? Call me. You leave them men alone. They say they some good men. Don't you ruin them. You leave them alone. So you gonna test the paper to the zipper? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Some people just glad. Some people just glad to be to, to, that somebody want to touch them. <laughs> hey, you know, you know when you go to the grocery store, and they got the pieces of paper help wanted or something, and they got the you know they right. they cut the little things with your number on it. That's what's going to be underneath my uh, shirt. Hot <laughs> ass. Pull the tab. That's all you need to do. First come, first serve. Didn't he say that's why Lord didn't bless him with a voice. First come, first come, first serve. Ain't that right, Vic? In jail. First come, first serve. Don't get in there with 
<laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> and I'm already trying to behave tonight. Smart answer. Smart answer. <laughs> Smart answer. <laughs> we'll, we'll chat. Well, we'll chat later. You know how we do it. I got, I gotta know what song to play. So I, you know what I'm saying? The lip sync. Does it get the? Does it get the pads pulled? What <laughs> 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 <Or> big music? <laughs> well, you know, Jay, get it from let me stop because I, I play a song that say there, don't it? Doing the nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have a whole radio show where you take a half an hour of your your show and and do nasty music. So yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't see the problem. I don't see the problem. I don't see the problem either. All right. No, not Miss Diva. Talking about something else. Out, honey. <laughs> I know you get ready to ask JL something, but I want to ask ask uh, Vic and JL again. What what hot female uh, artist is there out there that catches oh. you guys' eye, you know, and performing okay. that you know they can sing, you know, and you be like, wow, you know, I want to do a song, you know, with her or something like that. Is anybody out there that catches you guys' eye, you know, new or old old school? Vic, Jail, anybody? Uh, for me, I've always wanted to do a song with Lacey. We talked about it. We've thrown around some ideas. We just have not. <clears throat> we've not been able to get into the studio uh, uh, on a particular song, but but Lacey is that person for me. Oh, okay. That's a good. That's she. Yeah, she's she's phenomenal. Oh, she's absolutely. Right, right. She, she's a, she's a hell of a singer and a, a, an unbelievable performer. I, uh, that, that, and, and listen. It's going to happen. We just hadn't put it together yet. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> every time I call, every time I call her, too. right, every time I call her manager to try to get her on here, she's she's busy. Man, I'll see. We'll, she's, we'll, in let's, she's in yeah. studio a lot. I can tell you that. Yeah. 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 yeah, she is. She really is. She's doing her thing. Well, what about you, JL? And I'm going to leave y'all alone. Uh. Yes, as a matter of fact, I say uh, the same thing as Lacey. Uh, I watched her for a long time. Uh, it's kind of, you know, how you got those levels. Uh, also, uh, Miss Karen Wolf. Uh, I love how she tells her stories and she. Got oh yeah. Sass- yeah, she got she got that sassiness with it. So uh, she 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 ain't got no problem with telling you what she wanted to. Hell no. no. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, Miss Karen Wolf, she she she's a very great artist, and uh, hey, I mean sometimes it's got to be told like it is. So and she's one of them. But but you know, JL, listening to your music, man, I I, I personally I like to hear you do something with Krishanda. Mm. Yes, sir. I've actually that's just me personally. I, actually, I like to hear you and Krishanda's echo together, man. I believe that would be a good combination. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've actually oh. Uh, uh, she's on my list also. She was actually one of the first ones. Uh, I've been trying to work on. Uh, I have a song called Toxic Love, and uh, 
I've been trying to work on a part two of it. And uh, she's actually going to be the first one that I'm going to try to use uh, to work with me on it. Because, uh, you know, I told you, I, I started out singing R. Kelly. So y'all know how R. Kelly did Trapped in the Closet. I want to kind of do a, a best of both worlds on that song. Because uh, with that one, I'm actually telling from my point of view of a uh, toxic relationship. Now, so, uh, now you doing the R, you doing the R Kelly, not the R Kelly on on the bus that you know we used to hear about. You doing the, you know what I'm saying? You ain't doing no bus action, right? Jail? Oh no, I ain't doing no bus. Nah, okay, I ain't doing no bus right. action. Nah, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. It's yeah. just it's just his style where you know he went in and actually had a conversation between uh, the two of them. Actually, telling how they feel from both standpoints because uh, I feel like with me being married, uh, learning how it is to be in a relationship. Uh, I've been married going on six years, but we've been together ten years, and I've learned okay. about the relationship. Right. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I actually have a little girl on the way too in the next uh, three months. My first little girl. I can't wait till she get here. So uh, that's why I'm big on. Uh, with that song, actually having two uh, uh, a married couple come together and actually talk out uh, how they both feel and then come to a common agreement on how to resolve it. So uh, I would actually, yeah, I actually want to use her to uh, help me bring that storyline. Uh, I love her voice because when she sang I'm Sorry, uh, it makes you want to really say uh, I'm sorry. So she actually oh, yeah. cried on that song. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I know when we used to play it for a lie, uh all you had to do was hit that uh, the flute or the piccolo that she had in there. When that when that thing started playing, you knew what time it was, and everybody was saying she's very underrated, man. Very underrated. Yes, she sir. is. She yeah, is. Yeah. She is. The first. She yeah, is. She really is, and um, she, she's the princess of Southern Soul, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because babies, definitely that, definitely that. Yeah, she does. Cause when she come out too. there, and she bring that. When she bring that mad dog out there, you know what time it is. Yeah. They be waiting no for it. They had a coach in the hand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And speaking of speaking yes, of bringing that mad dog out, uh, JL, you got a song called "Take a Shot" that you sent to me. And uh, when I first heard it, uh, I thought, why is JL singing about uh, Apple Crown when there's a there's a liquor brand that uh, three brothers, no, four brothers, three black brothers are trying to get into the realm of being the top, one of the top brands. And uh, so I right, called right. up my, my nephew, uh, who is with Greenwood Whiskey. Sent him the song, and uh, uh, history is being made. Uh, tell everybody about that journey and about uh, what made you write Take a Shot. Uh, well, what made me write it was uh, I heard uh, Mr. FPJ. He said, uh, pull me up some more. And uh, everybody liked that song. Uh, of course, uh, Mill Waiter came out uh, before that, way before that very popular song, Got My Whiskey. So uh, I noticed in our world with with doing cookouts and when we get together, nobody had made a song about taking a shot. So uh, 
I wanted to do a nice laid back fun two step type song to where uh, you can play it pretty much at any time. But when you get around your family, everybody, I know it's, you you probably do this on a girl's night out. Everybody get their shots and uh, they'll, they'll say a chant that they say here in Mississippi. I don't know if they say it uh, anywhere else. They go up to it, down to it. Uh, F those that don't do it, we do it because we used to it. Uh, and then they take the shot and they say something else, but I ain't gonna say that. But uh, <laughs> so it gives you a song. Yeah, it gives you something to to actually have fun and dance with it and do it too. So uh, when you pull your shot out, uh, it gives you that vibe. So uh, and I'm also branded with uh the company Greenwood Whiskey out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, when I was presented uh with it, uh, I always tell everybody I never look past doing the music. Uh, I thought I was just going to put out music and do a couple shows, but uh, the more and more I got to learn the business, the more and more uh, I saw that I could do a little bit more with it. So uh, I appreciate the diva for uh, helping me out and presenting it to me because uh, Greenwood Whiskey is something that I'm all about. Uh, once I went in and learned the history of it, uh, they actually, it, it's got some black history to it. Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, was a place where a lot of our black uh, businesses were thriving because of oil or whatever, but they came in and bombed it. So they kind of did that in memory of it. And what I got from it was what I try to preach to artists around me. There's enough money out here for everybody to make it. If we all just work together and and help each other out without greed or without jealousy. Uh, because what I always tell everybody, for every one person, uh, just like with me, I listen to more than one artist. So it's enough people out here to listen to all of us and for all of us to make it because I don't know one person that just listens to one artist or just listen to uh, one song. They listen to multiple songs. They got multiple albums in the playlist. So if we all just work together and, and, and promote each other and tell each other, people about each other, uh, it would be so much easier for all of us. But of course, we know we got artists that 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 I already know that they just is what it is. Uh, but I'm 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 glad to say I'm humble enough to know uh, and been in the music game for a long time. I can tell everybody, even though we love it, it's not easy. And uh, we could make it easier between us if if we all just kind of work together to to make the dream stay alive. Okay. Yes, All right, Sean. Yes, Back to you. Um, I know we we're running um out of time. Um, Vic and uh, JL, um, you guys can if you guys can check your your schedule, we we love to do a part two. That you know that's you know we love to have you guys back because it's, it's you know we have a whole lot. We got a lot of more music to play for both of you guys, and a whole ton of more questions that I have. Um, because I've been listening to you guys and picking up on a lot of, you know, a lot of similarities, you know, to how you guys feel, you know, about your culture and about your craft and about, you know, how you entertain and how you bring it, you know, to your fans. And it's also a lot of uh, questions that um, people 
um, that are listening to the show have been texting me questions that they wanted me to ask you guys. So if you guys can get back up with the diva, we'd love to bring you guys back on, you know, another another night for a part two. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, I sir. love you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No problem. No problem. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. I, 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 you're right, because uh, we've only touched the tip of the iceberg with these two guys, DJ Sean, and uh, I'm like yeah. you. I'd love to have them back. Dick got a lot of more music. Uh, J.O. got some more music. And, uh, uh, because I want to hear Toxic Love. I want to hear Toxic Love and, uh, and another song that Vic has that I want to hear, and I want everybody to hear it. And, and I think you guys deserve, uh, you know, a part two because this is this is this is this is like you guys um, are making it educational as, as well too, especially you, uh, Vic, because you know, try, wanting everybody to come together and make it and make it happen and make this genre strong. I can hear that, you know, when you know, in your, you know, in your talk and your guidance that you. That you're bringing to us tonight here on the show, so I I yes, I, I back you. Well, I'll back you anytime, any place on that because that is what's needed. Go ahead, Vic. I'm listen, sorry. Let me, let, me, let me real quick, real quick. When when I first came out in this genre, this genre was called the Chitlin Circuit Band. That's what they called it. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was called that because it was we only had a few places we could play. Uh, we only had a few radio stations that were playing our music. Now look what's happened since then. Uh, we 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 we've got artists like like Tucker and 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 uh, King George and and even Calvin Richardson who have taken this 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 genre and have have started to make it more mainstream. And I I I love to see it. You know uh, I don't know how some of the other season artists feel, but I love to see it because. You know, it's something that I feel, you know, I don't know if I'm wrong, right or wrong, but I feel like I played a part in, uh, I won't say starting it, but helping it to uh, yes, sir. get to where it is today. You know what yes, I'm saying? So yes, it's like, okay. you know, I, I, I love to see where, it, where it's going. And I, like I said a few minutes ago, this is grown folks' music, man. And it's, it's going to continue, I believe it's going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to reach more and more people. And 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 I'm here for it. I'm here for it 100. percent Yeah. Um. Well, let's do this real quick as we wrap up. Uh, Vic, where can where can the, the people that are listening? Where can they follow you at? You know, where can they, you know, become a follower or a fan? You know. Uh, we got two pages on Facebook. Uh, my personal page and my fan page. Uh, just you can find me on YouTube. Spotify, uh, Facebook. I even got a website. Just make sure you spell Vic with a K, V-I-C-K. A-L-L-E-N, you'll find me on all those sites. All right. And uh, JL, where, where can the ladies, uh, now I'm just messing with you, where can, uh, where can your followers <laughs> and fans uh, follow you at? I'm just messing with you, man. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, I know, I know there's some of them out there, but uh, you can follow me. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, TikTok. Uh, TikTok is very big for me now. I wasn't expecting for that to be something, but uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, it's all at JL Thompson Music. Uh, you can 
catch me on YouTube at JL Thompson or type in uh, Mr. Big Truck Driver. You can even type my name in now on Google. Put in JL Thompson, and it'll actually bring up all my YouTube, uh, my Spotify. Right, you got to understand, hey, I'm excited because uh, it's, it's it's a dream for me. I never really expected to be able to type my name in and somebody find me. Uh, so uh, it's it's amazing to be able to have so many people have heard your music. And uh, I'm just in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, as uh, some folks will look at it. But uh, or I come from Vaughan, Mississippi. So just being able to type my name in on Google. He ain't lying. It's, 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 it's up here. Yeah, he ain't lying. And again, I Heart Radio. I'm looking for it. <laughs> I Heart Radio, yeah, so, uh, Apple Music, Spotify. Go ahead, bro. Right. He's JL, I told you that was going to work for you. Remember, at first we were calling you Jarvis. I uh uh-uh. Yeah, I, I had to get used to it. I was real, <laughs> I was real funny with uh, everybody calling me. But uh, once I learned that, uh, a lot of people get it around you, get excited about it, and to know that I'm yeah. possibly giving somebody joy, uh, I might as well just kind of step into it. One thing uh, when I go to the country, they like, "What's up, big truck driver?" I'd be like, man, my name's Jarvis, but I kind of learned to grow into it because, I mean, if I wanted all to work out, you know, sometimes you got to uh, roll with it. Like, everybody, yeah. they hit song, they known as Mr. Whatever. So, uh, everybody got their Mr. song. So, I guess mine is Mr. Big Truck Driver. So, uh, I just kind of roll with it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, let's just keep going down the list. Uh, uh, Diva, let everybody know where, where they can follow you at on social media as well. You can follow me on social media, the Diva's Den, the Soul and Blues Top 20 Airplay page. And if you just have to, search for me on the Facebook on my personal page. Look for Mary Dora. I know that sounds weird, but that's my government name, my name my mama gave me, Mary Dora like Dora the Explorer. You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok, Diva1039. And, of course, I'm on eight radio stations, so uh, I'll post those on all my page because I don't want to take up all the time going down the list, giving you the name of all those radio stations. But I am proud to be a part of the Hilltop Radio Show and the DJ Sean Show. All right. We need to have a bomb. Boom. Where can I follow you at? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, or whatever they call it now, at The Real Benita Applebaum, and Facebook, YouTube. If you're searching me on music platforms, Google me, Benita Applebaum, The Benita Applebaum, The Real Benita Applebaum. <laughs> and right here oh. on the Hilltop Radio Show. Boom. All right. Uh, Money Mike. Uh, different on social media, it's UNG Music, it's I-T-S, U-N-G, M-U-S-I-C, here at the Hilltop Radio Show, when it's up, I'm up, when I'm in, I'm in, uh, hit me at the website at newungmusic.com. Scrap Iron. Uh, what's up, folks, it's Scrap Iron to God on Instagram, Carl K. Sanders on Facebook, and you can get at me here with DJ Sean and the Hilltop All-Stars. 
Right. I I think I got everybody. Uh, I think this is Lodog. You on here with us? I guess that's it. We'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up, uh, Miss Diva, and we're gonna get on out of here. And uh, again, uh, Vic, uh, Mr. Vic Allen, I, I appreciate you, man, because you know I know you're busy, man, and and I, I reached out to you before to get you on here. I know the times were kind of messed up because you was on a high demand then, but I appreciate you uh, being a part of the show and UJL uh, same. Man, your management boy, I, I love your management because they stay on it. They stay on it, so I, yes, I like sir. that, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like that. I like when you got management, they stay on. You you know, they stay on it, and I like that, man. And yes, sir. I appreciate you too, man, for being a part of the show, and you know, and committing to Diva and 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 uh, being a part of it, man. I just can't wait for part two. Yeah. Yeah, we family. Well, we, we said once we yeah. got linked up, we can't never let each other go. So, uh, Dale, JJ, I told Vic I'm yes, family now because I've called him. I've been calling him so much over the last few days, and he always picks up. <laughs> but, you know, I, I really appreciate you guys more than you'll ever know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Let me let me mention uh, my, my, my manager is uh, one of the – uh, this this kind of helped me out. I'm not big on social media. I've gotten better, but uh, he actually gave me that push and made me do more uh, because uh, <laughs> when I started out, I wasn't doing promoting. So uh, I learned that promoting, promoting, promoting is what uh, helped get some stuff out there. I was just doing it for the fun of it. So uh, when I met him, he kind of got me off the porch and, and, and took me out in the streets, as to say. So uh we got the move. We got the going. Uh, he posted stuff for me, do my pictures and all that. So I'm very grateful to have somebody to believe in me uh, as much as I believe in it. So uh, that's that's the main. That's another main part of what I do too. So uh, for my family, and uh, he believes I'm big, big on family, but he believes in everything I got going. And uh, I'm gonna publicly thank him because uh, I thank him out of time, but I'm I always thank my people that help me out. It's uh, a big part of what we do. They support without support is it's hard to do some stuff a whole lot of stuff. But uh if you it, it helps out a whole lot if you got some good support and my support system has helped me out, especially starting out of this. All right. Anything else? Anybody? No, thank you. Well, waiting on part two. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, everybody for being a part of the show tonight. Again, shout out to uh, Vic Allen and J.L. Thompson. Make sure you guys go uh, and check those brothers out and follow those brothers. Good music, good uh, grown folk music. And uh, you guys, you know, the weekend is coming around. Make sure you guys be blessed and be safe on your travels out there on the weekend. This is DJ Show on the Hilltop Radio Show and the Hilltop Radio All-Stars. You guys have a blessed and peaceful night. Till next time, peace, love, and hair grease, and we out of here.